Millennium Home is a space where we can all engage about self-love, self-worth, relationships, trauma and healing. I hope that you enjoy your stay and I am your host, Tando. Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Honey I'm Home. Thank you for choosing to press play. If you are a returning listener, thank you so much for your undying support and your undying love. I hope you continue to press play. And if this is your first episode that you come across, I hope that you find something insightful and I hope that you stay. This will be a solo episode. Ulinda will not be joining me for this episode. And in this episode, I really just want to dissect why endings hurt so much. Why do we find ourselves unable to let go? Why do we find it so hard to deal with the end of a season or a relationship or the end of a job or any phase in your life that you are going through? Currently, I am in a phase where I'm transitioning. And so a lot of things are ending. A lot of relationships I have to leave behind because they no longer serve me in this phase that I'm in. And they will not serve me in the phases that I'm going to be experiencing. And so it comes with growth, realizing that certain things don't benefit you anymore. Certain things need to be left behind. But why does it hurt so much? Even though we know that they have to end, why are we still holding on? I've always used the example of holding on to a knife, right? You know that it's going to cut you deep, but we still hold on to it. And it's interesting to me how we process endings as human beings and also depending on the relationship we had with the thing that is ending, we deal with the ending differently. And I'm finding that in the phase that I'm in, The one thing that hurts the most is when I project my future thoughts on how this was meant to happen or how it was meant to occur onto how it is happening at this present moment. I'll give you guys an example. Say you have a relationship with a friend and you thought this friend was going to be your lifelong friend so you're projecting what you thought the future would turn out to be onto this present situation where you can see that that is not the case and that is not the reality and so we hold on because we have these ideas of how we want for this thing to turn out and yes it's okay sometimes to try and to say I really would like for this to work out. But why are we not honest with ourselves? I find that the first step towards dealing with an ending is being very honest with yourself. It's really hard being honest, but it's one of those things that we really need to do in order to be able to handle that ending and to handle that season coming to an end. Because what that does is it removes any blockages. So now you're not carrying with you any hate. You're not carrying with you any burdens. You're not carrying any heavy energies into the new phase that you're going into. It's almost the same as once you finish a book, you're not going to be carrying that book in your right hand whilst you read the book in the left hand, right? You're going to put it back on the shelf because you're done with that book or you will give it to someone else or you will donate it to a library or whatever, but it's done. You're done reading it and 
in as much as it's gonna hurt ending you know a book i know for me when i end a book i feel so attached to the characters but you put it back on the shelf and you move on but with people we don't do that we drag people along even though we know that we need to be ending these relationships and i find that when i experienced that where i was the person who was being dragged along that's when i realized that in my own personal capacity as well, I'm able to do that. And I've had situations where I've dragged people solely because I'm scared to to hurt the person or I'm scared to be without the person. So it's very important that we dissect what exactly we are projecting onto this current phase that we're in and why we're doing that so that it's easier to move on. But also I find that in this present moment, um, the only reason why I'm actually recording this is because given the the nature of the events that have just taken place with Ricky passing on, may his beautiful soul rest in peace, um, it's hard to comprehend how we can move on from this. And it's really hard to comprehend how we can even begin to see the light or we can even begin to be there for each other in this moment in time because everyone is dealing with something. We are all going through certain things that we can't even speak about. We can't even be honest about those things to ourselves. I know there's a song by Macmillan. He says the very same things that I cannot tell you about are the things that I also can't tell myself about. And so it is very difficult for people to speak up when things are happening and when someone passes on, it's so difficult to even grasp the idea that they're no longer coming back, you know? And so it's difficult dealing with death and it's difficult having to grieve when you're still grieving your friends who you've lost just a couple of months back. And so it's pain on pain on pain on pain. And that's why in the beginning of the episode, I said, the context of the ending will obviously determine how you process the ending and how you move on from that ending. And so in situations like these where there's permanent endings, it's hard to deal with that because grief grief never leaves you. It's one of those things that are very constant in our lives and it happens from when you experience it until when you lay your eyes shut and your ending becomes a reality for many other people. Right, because the thing about grief is that it will really, really demand for attention. You will just be sitting and something so tiny will remind you of the person that you've lost. So now think about the things that we lose on a daily basis. So you're grieving those things that you're losing on a smaller scale, whilst also grieving the things that you've lost on a larger scale and the people that you've lost on a larger scale. It's the same thing as when life becomes stripped away from you because of depression or when you lose everything you've ever had overnight because of a decision that you made in times where you knew no better. And so the decision that you made at that time you thought was right, but it wasn't. And so now you've lost every single thing you thought you would carry into so many other phases of your life. And this is why it becomes so painful having to deal with starting over again without the person, without the thing, without the job, without the opportunity, without that one thing that you thought would carry you 
for so many phases of your life. And sometimes it's okay to embrace new beginnings, but also still looking back and thinking, I really wish that had worked out. There's a video that honestly changed my perspective on grief and loss. And the lady had said, it is okay to grieve whilst you are you know, starting your new life. It's okay to be in positions where you feel guilty for not celebrating the times that you're in right now because you're transitioning. You're still learning how to be in this new phase. You're still learning how to handle the new beginnings because there's always going to be thoughts about, but maybe let me try again or maybe let me try fix things. But if you're honest enough with yourself, you'll know when to try and you'll know when to let go. So it is okay to have feelings of uncertainty in times where you're grieving the loss of one thing, but also celebrating the life of something else or the beginning of something else. I'll make an example. So if, say for example, you are in your healing process and don't get me wrong, you have to be in a position where you are healed enough to be in another relationship for it to actually work out. But there are cases where your healing takes place in another relationship where someone saves you from yourself. And I'm not saying that we are here to save each other, but there are times where people really draw you closer to yourself or they help you realize things about yourself or they become soft landings for you. And so in that time period, you are able to grieve the loss of the people that you've lost, especially if maybe the person that you've lost... um was a very important person in your life and they played a really important role. And that's what naturally happens, right? When you get into a relationship with someone, obviously they will become a really big part of your life. And so you are able to be in a position where you can grieve the loss of that relationship and the loss of the things that came with that relationship while still finding yourself and still living your life and still trying new things and for as long as you don't project the insecurities that you have from the ending of one relationship onto another, I think that's great. And so we shouldn't really be shaming ourselves for wanting to explore other things whilst we are still grieving or whilst we're still healing. I think what we should be doing is embracing a new perspective. You have lost what you've lost. It's okay. Now, there's this new opportunity for you to try again. Are you going to shame yourself out of that opportunity or are you going to embrace what might come of this new beginning? And yes, we get scared. I know it's terrifying to be uncertain and I know when you have experienced so much loss in your life, you try to protect yourself from people or you try to protect yourself from yourself so that you don't continue hurting yourself or don't continue hurting other people and therefore you just keep to yourself. But in keeping to yourself, there's so many things that you'll never learn about yourself. There have been times where I learned how soft I can be towards other people And that was only through interaction with other people. I learned how I'm able to actually show up for people. I never knew I could show up for people the way I can. But if I was on my own, the only person there is to show up for is myself. I never knew that I possessed so much love within myself until I was in a position where I could give it to other people. So being in a position where you change your perspective and you allow yourself to experience the goodness that comes with new beginnings is your superpower. 
once I started embracing that, I found that it was so much easier to deal with endings and to embrace new beginnings, especially endings that come with failure. Failure is uncomfortable. I'm not going to lie to you. I, I've cried so much from failing than I did from victory that I understand how uncomfortable it is, but I also understand how necessary it is. Some else that I've taken literally saved me from myself. I had to take those L's so that I can take a step back and say, mm -mm, we need to focus now and we need to take a different direction so that we can actually get to this route that we, we need to go to quicker and more efficiently, right? So again, let me give you an example. In relationships, taking relationships L's whereby you overextended yourself for someone, that teaches you about your boundaries. It teaches you about your lack of boundaries and it teaches you about how you should be showing up for people so yes it might look like an l for now but in essence it's a w because when you go into a new relationship you don't overextend yourself as much and you communicate your boundaries to the person and you are clear in your communication of your needs and how you would like to be met at that point of your needs so not all losses are losses to be quite honest some of them are gains where they teach you so much about life so much about the world about people about yourself and how you engage with people and how you should be engaging with yourself and there's always going to be a cycle of lessons this thing will never end i have made peace with the fact that i'm always going to be learning something but one thing that i always try to do so if you are a, a person of prayer be very specific in your prayer because we always pray for healing right which is which is fine and you will find your healing and we always pray to not learn lessons by other people's actions or the lack of but what we really ever pray for is for us to not encounter people who need to learn their lessons through us. A lot of the times, if you evaluate your relationships or your friendships, you realize that the other person is also learning a lesson through you. It might be a lesson to be kinder. It might be a lesson to be gentler, to lie less, as in like to tell less lies i just realized lie less <laughs> might sound <laughs> it might sound a little bit weird but to tell less lies to be more cautious with how they treat people to not fumble really good people or to stay away from people like you whatever lesson that they need to learn through you they will go through you until they are done learning that until they are done learning that lesson and if you can break that cycle through praying and through positioning yourself in such a way that less people are learning unkind lessons through you, the better. Because the less healing we will have to do. We're going to be constantly healing, but at least expose yourself to less events that are traumatic so that your healing journey is a lot kinder, right? We're still healing from things from our childhood and then we keep meeting people who are learning their lessons through us. And it leaves us devastated because why every single time you are having a really great time, but the other person is learning whatever it is that they need to learn through you. And once they are done, they leave, right? It's painful. And they go on to have a really, really good life and they achieve the things they need to achieve whilst you are still healing. So in praying, 
pray for you to meet people who are healed to the level of your healed version and people who can speak your language so you don't have to always be translating your soul and I find that for me I've positioned myself in such a way that I meet people who are already doing the work on themselves so it encourages me to also do a lot of work on myself And so if I do come across an individual who hasn't done a lot of the work, I tend to just distance myself because I am not anyone's savior. I am not on this earth to be anyone's therapist. I did not study psychology for a reason. (laughs) If I wanted to be someone's therapist, I would have done that. And that brings me also to another thing. I might be going off a tangent, but It is not anyone's responsibility to save anyone. And so in and within your friendship circles, if you do find that people are using you as an emotional dump, maybe evaluate how you present yourself to people. If you present yourself as the therapist friend, then maybe it's time to just cut it a little bit and say, hey, listen, I can listen to you for 30 minutes. You can vent for 30 minutes, but I cannot give you solutions. You will have to find solutions for yourself or you will have to seek therapy for yourself, right? Because what this does is it allows for one person to always be the person who is used as the emotional dump. And then when they run out of fuel, then no one is available to pump into into their tank. And then it breeds the cycle of people who are not stable enough because we're not pouring into each other the way we need to be pouring into each other and when we end those relationships we are so drained because there was nothing poured into our tank and so now we're running on empty and then what we do is we continue the cycle we find someone else who we can dump our things on and then they pour into our tank and then they leave us you know you can see the cycle right so be very mindful of how you present yourself in situations and be very mindful of how you allow people to approach you. Boundaries are so important. We have an episode with Ulinda about being good to yourself with boundaries. Exercise your boundaries every single day on yourself, on people, and you will see just how people change the way in which they communicate with yourself. Another example there's a game on Twitter. It's called the Secrets Game, I think. Yeah, the one, the anonymous one, right? Even on Instagram, the Q&A. I find that there was a time where people were just unnecessarily rude to me when I, whenever I played those games. And I had to evaluate why people would be rude to me. And it's because I had never set boundaries to say, this is how you communicate with me. But the more kinder I was to myself and the more I projected an image of myself that was kind, that was soft and very gentle and very sensitive, people started approaching me with a lot more kindness. And whenever I play those games now, it's like the questions that people ask me are questions that are gentle and questions that are not disrespectful or rude. And even in my own life, when people say, Tanda, you've really done something that hurt me, it's not people swearing at me, raising their voice at me, because people know if you raise your voice at me, I will let you know that I cannot have this conversation with you, right? So when you set your boundaries and 
it's so scary to me that now I realize just how disrespectful people can be now that I have boundaries, but I never used to see it before because I never used to have strict, rigid boundaries because I would say, don't raise your voice. But when people raise their voices at me, I'd be okay with it. I'd just be like, okay, are you done speaking? And then I would speak. But now I exit the conversation. So when you start setting your boundaries and you see just how disrespectful people are and just how much you let slide, that's a wake-up call. It's like, whoa, I can't keep going like this. I really cannot. And therefore, you lose a lot of people, but you also do gain people that respect your boundaries and people that make it easy for you to exercise your boundaries. And the last thing on why endings hurt, I think the most important thing is that we become very comfortable with the things that we have. The relationships, the friendships, the job, the opportunities, the material stuff that we have, the place that we're at, we become very comfortable and we think we could never lose those things, which is right. You don't want to always be very cautious and agitated and walking on eggshells thinking, ah, oh, today might be the day I lose A, B, C, D, right? So we become very comfortable and they become our source of comfort, our safe space, our soft landing. So comfort, in as much as yes, I recommend comfort, don't get too comfortable because it is deceitful. Sometimes you really think that's where you're meant to be because you're happy, you're content, you're fulfilled. But when you become very honest with yourself, you see that you're selling yourself short. I don't even know, but most of the time, a lot of people stay in relationships for the wrong reasons when the most important things are not there. And yeah, I recommend being comfortable and being content and fulfilled, but don't get too comfortable where you miss the red flags or you miss the point of departure. It is important, guys, if there's anything that you take from this episode, know when it's time to leave. That will save you from so much. There have been times where in friendships and relationships and in opportunities that I had, I didn't know when it was time to leave. And that created a cycle of anger within me because I became agitated with people and I became frustrated. Like, why aren't you giving me what I need? Are you getting annoyed? Am I a burden? Do you feel like this is done? Like, I never felt like it was done, but people would feel like, no, 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 man, this is this is it. And me staying and trying to fight for it because I didn't re recognize the point of departure is what ended up hurting me sometimes leaving early could be your saving grace know when it's time to leave and it will hurt yes but you'll always recover I always look back at times where I thought I'd never heal from certain things and then I look at where I am right now and I think those things were just the building blocks for the life that I'm living right now because I know so much more right now and I have the ability to even walk into a room and be as confident as I am because I know there's absolutely nothing that can break me to a point of me not wanting to ever try again because I've dealt with so much worse and I've dealt with endings that shattered my entire life. But you come back up again. And so if you recognize the own pattern in your own life and you recognize how you are as a person and how you show up in your phases, it should be easy for you to know when it's time to give it up and hang it up and try something else. 
This is with everything, even with a lifestyle change. If you're trying to eat better and you can see that you're running into the trap of overeating or undereating or shaming yourself with food, maybe it's time to try a different lifestyle pattern, right? So if you completely cut out sugar, maybe it's time to now go back into moderation and say, I'll have just one teaspoon of sugar in my coffee as opposed to four or as opposed to none at all because that means I'm going to be craving sugar the entire day and then when I give in, I will eat all the sugar in the house. So just know when something is not working out for you anymore. Know when it's time to try something else. Know when something is becoming toxic for you to handle and be very honest with yourself no one is going to call you out if you don't call yourself out. Yes, your friends might be able to call you out. But if you don't recognize that there is a need for change in that point in time, you will see it as an attack when it's just an act of love. So this episode, again, was also me saying a lot of things are still going to hurt us. When I do speak to people who are much older than me, People always say, oh, you haven't seen anything. And and to me, I feel like I have seen a lot. But they always assure me that, listen, take things as they come and deal with things the best way you know how. And also ask for help. Ask for help from other people. Don't feel like you are a burden to people. I think if people don't tell you that you are a burden, don't assume or don't project your insecurities onto them. Because maybe people, yes, are dealing with a lot. But I also feel like we should be comfortable enough with our friendships to say, I can't speak to you today. Or what it is that you're venting about is heavy for me. Can you try someone else? We should be in positions like that to be able to understand that it has absolutely nothing to do with us, but a lot more to do with that person and how they can show up for us in that particular season. And also recognize that different friends will show up for you differently and they'll show up for you at different times. There are friends that I reach out to when I need something. They reach out to me when they need something and we, we cut it right they're friends that reply to my stories on instagram and i reply to theirs and we joke around and that lifts my spirit for the for the day maybe that's their role in my life and that and i appreciate that so know when it is time to say goodbye and know when it's time to say hello this is me saying goodbye to you guys i wish you well for the week i really hope that march is a lot better than what we are currently in and if you are struggling with your mental well-being i'd really encourage for you to seek help from a professional don't not speak speak to anyone someone reach out to people and reach out before it's too late you know reach out when there's still time for you to to speak or when there's still space in you to speak and pour whatever love that you have back into yourself it's so important especially this one is especially for people who are always there for other people who are the light for so many other people shine that light towards yourself give yourself that same amount of patting on the back that you give other people give yourself that you're doing great um i I believe in you type of love back to yourself because it will really take you a long way and if you're really struggling right now please hold on like the world really needs you. Um, you might not see it right now, <laughs> but the world really does need you. The role that you play in the world is important. And I really hope everyone finds what they need 
and they find who they are looking for. And ultimately, I hope you find yourself and your purpose in this world. But that is all from me. I love every single one of you guys. And I thank you so much for allowing me to build this platform. I believe so much in what this platform can do and will do. And I would like to continue this work only if you allow me to do so. And please sit in the sun for at least 10 minutes. Drink a lot of water. Hydrate. Read something a book, an article, sleep, um, and take better care of yourselves, guys. Love you.